Hi, I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And welcome back to Healing Quest, your healthy lifestyle show. If you're just joining us, our focus is on natural approaches to optimum health so we can live healthier, happier, and longer. And on that longer point, last week you may recall we talked about some amazing research that could increase human lifespan by four or 500% as a, as a result of a, a better understanding of cellular pathways that influence lifespan and aging. The research involves scientists in Maine and in China, but we've learned that the collaboration actually began with Dr. Pankush Kapahi in Northern California at the Buck Institute for Research on Aging, which is based in Novato. It will likely be some time before we see the mm-hmm. practical benefits of the lifespan research he helped launch. But that's not the case with another focus of his work at the Buck Institute. We're talking about the toxic molecules in some of the foods we eat, what they are and how we can avoid them because they can play a real part in shortening our life. So to help us understand what he's discovered so far, we're pleased now to welcome Dr. Pankush Kapahi to Healing Quest. Dr. Kapahi, welcome. Thank you. Well, you know, the toxic molecules you're researching, what are they called and, and how often are they uh, part of the food we eat? Um, well, so the, what are called advanced glycation end products are a result of um, sort of oxidation of glucose. So essentially glucose, amino acids, and a bit of heat, and you get these advanced glycation end products. So it's a result of sort of especially food that is cooked on dry heat or barbecues and stuff. That's where you see the biggest accumulation of these advanced glycation end products. But unfortunately, we also make it ourselves in the body. Hmm. Hmm. So these are called AGEs, is that right? Correct, yeah, for short, yes. And are, AGE, are AGEs a new discovery? Oh, no, AGEs have been known for almost uh, 100 years. Huh. But um, the chemistry of, of how these form in the body is very complex, and it, they accumulate very slowly in the body uh, that it's been really hard to study them. And so I, so how do you study them? Right. <laughs> well, uh, like I said, if you were a graduate student, uh, uh, if you were doing an experiment in humans, uh, it would take decades to accumulate, so it's not something a graduate student could do in their uh, in their PhD thesis. We actually work on um, uh, invertebrate organisms uh, which only live about a month. So worms, for example, C. elegans. And there you see the AGEs accumulate within seven days. So you can see all the pathology that would be seen in a diabetic uh, individual or like the aging of an, of, uh, of an individual in, uh, within a very short period of time. That's exciting. Now, how do, how do they impact our, our lifespan? Well, unfortunately, um, all, most of the data that uh, is around um, advanced glycation and products AGEs is, shows that it, it's toxic in one form or the other. It increases insulin resistance, it shortens lifespan, and we're studying that it also influences neurodegeneration. Accumulation of AGEs is increased in patients with Alzheimer's disease and, and Parkinson's disease as well. Wow. So I also understand that it affects our metabolism, which I read it makes it hard for people to lose weight. I think that'll really get their attention about that. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, it's quite, quite um, uh, I'd say, pleiotropic effects on multiple uh, organ systems. Um, so we find them tasty. So we think they <laughs> promote, uh, actually, uh, the feeding um, in, uh, food intake. And, and yes, uh, they reduce the, the ability to lose weight and, and fat, essentially. Now I'm really interested. <laughs> so how can we avoid these AGEs? We're still trying to figure out what proportion is made 
within the body, how much the microbiome contributes to this and how much you're eating from outside. But at least consuming food from outside, if you uh, were to avoid dry heat cooking and, and maybe more steam your food and boil your food, that, that, that's one way at least to simply um, um, to, to reduce the burden of AGEs, for, like what we eat from outside. Um, endogenously, one of the key factors that sort of drives the production of AGEs is essentially hyperglycemia or increased glucose intake. So eating lower sugar will also lower your AGEs. And, and staying in a uh, sort of, I'd say, like periods of fasting or when you're burning fat, those are times you would actually reduce your AGEs burden. I did do a little research before we did this, and I saw the. I, I made a little list of the foods we need to, if not eliminate, at least drastically minimize. The first one, fried foods. I can hear a lot of people out there going, <laughs> oh, no. And grilled foods. And then also, um, I think in the, uh, in the paper I was reading, it talked about grains processed into brown crackers. Is that right? I mean, I, so we're very careful. We don't we eat non-GMO crackers and, uh, and uh, gluten-free we're still not in the clear, apparently, huh? I think the, you know, like I said, the browning of the food, the, the whole reaction is termed browning reaction. The, mm. Because, the, and that's what you see when you, like, you know, caramelize, uh, you know, onions or when you brown the food, the, the bread. That um, has a higher level of AGs. Now, we find that tasty, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So we, that's part of our cooking, the way we <laughs> cook food. But uh, unfortunately, that's what actually ends up being toxic. And, just to add to that, people have done studies on what is there in fried food. And, you know, we get over most of the chemicals that are that are actually produced in that high heat. We're not even, um, we don't even know much about them. There are over 5,000 chemicals that are sort of produced. And, and that it can, we don't, you know, we don't understand the toxicity of these molecules. But you can imagine it being um, not def- not being good for you. So I just want to understand, 5,000 chemicals are produced in fried foods? Upon just simply frying something in a pan, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you can just imagine the chemical reactions going on. So what you're doing when you're frying is really, when you heat up stuff, you're essentially making all the chemical reactions that could possibly go up um, at a much higher rate. So, And then you know, a lot of chemistry is taking place. You know, I always thought we've heard for a long time about barbecuing and when, when you blacken food or you get it, that that's carcinogenic. But you're saying just... Um, browning it or like heating bread and browning it is that would that have that effect right the the act i guess the toasting it well wherever you're using dry heat that's going to increase the possibility of this and one way to reduce ages is to use vinegar in your uh, while you're cooking or or like i said steam it and and have it more um um, cook it with more water yeah wow so not not a lot of baking not a lot of baking or frying. Right. right. Oh, okay. All the good said, stuff. All the, Come on. All the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or at least one could at least uh, have it in moderation. To, uh, you know. That's why I said minimize, not just eliminate. So I was giving myself right. an out there. <laughs> right. So, right. I, and I'm assuming then these AGEs that are, are play a real part in the whole obesity epidemic that we're in, uh, experiencing. I, uh, yeah, I think there's uh, a lot more work that needs to be done, but uh, some of the epidemiological studies are sh- showing that higher intake of AGEs uh, would, is correlated with increased risk of diabetes and obesity. And we're finding the same thing in animal models. Yeah. 
uh, since AGEs affect our metabolism, one would think that the obesity ep- epidemic would be one kind of symptom of what was going on in that, in that interaction. Correct. I, I think there are many factors that contribute to obesity and diabetes. I, I just want to add that, oh, yeah. and this is just one of those factors which can exacerbate it. So it's you know one of those things that we can eliminate from our lives. I mean, maybe not totally eliminate, but at least partially eliminate or be mindful of, and and um, and which should reduce the burden. Well, doctor, where can uh, people learn more about your work and about the Buck Institute? I mean, what you're doing there is really exciting. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, just actually, I mean, for our listeners that might not know a little bit about the, the the Buck Institute, all your research is on pretty much aging and longevity, right? Correct. Yeah, the Buck Institute sort of was a free and uh, freestanding research institute dedicated to studying the impact of uh, aging on age-related disease. I mean, the, really, the point is to sort of get the most out of your healthy years, and um, we think it's important to help in the sort of prevention of these diseases rather than cure them when they, once you have them. So uh, we spend a lot of effort in sort of public outreach. We have an active Facebook page where you actively get, um, you know, information about the research at the buck and also information about topics that are of interest to the public. And then people, you know, get tours of the buck. And and then we are, um, all the research is, uh, is, is public, you know, is, is made available on our website as well. So we might as well say that website is buck, B-U-C-K, institute.org. That's buckinstitute.org. Well, doctor, thanks so much for spending some time with us uh, this evening. Yes, uh, thank you. This morning, I should say. So I, I'm unfortunately going to have to look at the fried chicken in a whole new light. <laughs> Not that I eat a lot of it, but, uh, but thank you so much for uh, explaining this and for the work you're doing. Thank you very much for having me on. Well, you can learn more about this topic and uh, his research at the website for the Buck Institute for Research on Aging. That's thebuckinstitute.org. Up next in Judy's self-care segment this week, she's going to be exploring with quantum energy healer Nikki Nagaraj the effects of the Earth's resonance and how it's changing and how it could be having an effect on our emotional lives. And don't forget, podcasts of this and all Healing Quest shows are available at our website, healingquest.tv. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. Radio.